Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about our 2-2 draw at home in the Premier League against Leeds. Our first game against Leeds this season because the World Cup delayed everything. Um, Where, where do I start with this? Uh, a frustrating game, certainly. Um, a game where, I, I mean... Um, <laughs> last 20 minutes or so we actually decided to start playing football I, I don't know what was wrong with this team in the first 20 minutes or so um, a, a goal in the first minute sloppy sloppy play from everybody there's a few individuals to pick out today for a few things but um, Leeds pressed the hell out of us I think they had a new manager bounce as well you can sometimes tell when that's happened but we just couldn't string passes together. Just could not do it at all. Um, couldn't really make any chances. Leeds were just getting the ball. We were just getting stuck on the ball. And just, you know, couldn't string any passes together. Couldn't control the ball. It, it was like this team was hung over in the first half or something. And parts of the second half as well. Um, so a few players I think specifically let us down today. But I think overall the team performance, there was just a lot of miscommunication, a lot of passes where you could tell the player on the other end of the pass wasn't aware of where it was going or the player that had passed the ball um, like didn't know which angle to pass at or which like how, how far to, to pass the ball. It was really frustrating, really, really frustrating. Um, then we bring this comeback out of nowhere and actually start playing some some good football. Um, it's disappointing that we didn't get a 3-2 win. I think we could have pushed for it in those last 20 minutes especially. <clears throat> but uh, we fought for a draw. We we shouldn't have drawn this game. I think we should have won this game. But we just should have started better. Um, I think Tenar got a few things wrong today. I think some of the team selection to start with was um, I, I disagreed with. I think starting Rashford on the right is a mistake. Um, I thought Ganacho tried very hard in this game but I, I don't think this was really the game to be starting Garnacho. Um I think with the form that Rashford's been in you should have either started him down the middle with Sancho on the left or put Rashford down the left and put Vegos through the middle and then somebody else on the right obviously the problem we had today was uh, Anthony being injured as well as like a whole bunch of let, let me read this out actually uh, missing players uh, Anthony, Casemiro, Redcard, Eriksen, Martial, McTominay and Van der Beek all uh, injured or suspended. Um, could tell that we missed Casemiro today. Didn't have any control in the midfield whatsoever. Um, I thought Tabitza had a pretty decent game. Almost scored a really cracking goal as well. Um, I'll talk about Fred later. <laughs> I'll talk about Bruno later as well. Bruno I thought had a decent game at certain points but... Um, yeah, Fred uh Fred Fred played a game of football, I suppose. Um but no, it was still really good to see, you know, this team have this fight in it and um to see them fight back to get at least a draw and not to be completely down and out because it's difficult, you know, when I mean us as fans, you know, we look at this and it's it's two nil and we can't pass properly and you think we're down and out. Obviously you've got to always believe in your team, but sometimes there's just that um mentality sort of change and there's that challenge to sort of get back into the game. But uh at least the team 
did a version of that in the end. It just wasn't <clears throat> just wasn't quite enough in the end. I thought the team that we kind of finished with, apart from the last two subs, should have maybe been the team that we started with. Um, don't think Fred and Sabitzer worked in midfield, although they've never. I don't think they've ever played football together before. Because um, Sabitzer is. I think he's Austrian or something, and Fred's Brazilian, and obviously they've probably trained together in the last couple of weeks, but that didn't work. But what else was Tenag supposed to do, especially in this sort of game? I mean, this was a very, very physical type game, and it's kind of interesting and kind of odd that with all the midfielders we had out, um, this is usually the there's usually two fixtures each year where McTominay actually plays relatively well, which is against Leeds, but that's because McTominay is a very physical player. Uh, I mean, he might not be able to pass and shoot and do, you know, basic stuff, but he he can get stuck in. And he's usually able to do that against Leeds. I'm not saying should have started him. Obviously, we, he's out injured anyway, so the, the whole point is mute. But um, interesting that he wasn't available at all for this game where uh, usually twice a year he, he plays relatively well against against Leeds. Um thought the goals were really sloppy that we gave away. Um, I don't think... I mean, other than Fred's performance, which was quite obvious, I think. I think most people can see what Fred did wrong today. Um, I don't know. It it didn't really seem like, oh, specifically Martinez or specifically Delo. Um, I think it was just a calamitous team effort in the first half. I mean, from defence right through to attack, we just couldn't just do anything. It was like there was a total disconnect within the team in the first half. Um, so, yeah. Uh, good to see Sancho come back. Obviously, uh, super sub scored a goal. He's announced his return. Sancho is back. Um, player that I've never doubted. You know, even when he'd had his off form a few months ago, went on some sort of training retreat or whatever it was. Clearly, it's worked in some way, shape, or form. Uh, his confidence is there, and uh, I think Sancho did all right. Obviously, scored, which is good. Uh, good goal from Rashford as well. Uh, I'll talk about the goals individually in a minute. Um, but no, we just really, 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 really sloppy first half. Like, shockingly sloppy in the first half. And uh, managed to get somewhat of a fighting spirit back in this team to get a draw. That's basically what happened in this game. Um, although, again, I think... I know it might sound quite simple, but even something as simple as, okay, putting Rashford on the right, it just unbalances the team. And I know he's probably looking and thinking, oh, you know, I've got to start Garnacho, got to play Weghorst, and I've got to play Rashford. So where do you kind of put those players? But, um, yeah, because obviously Anthony's injured, so you can't play him. So you've got that situation to deal with. I thought some combination of, like, Sancho on the right and then Weghorst, Garnacho, or Rashford on through the middle or on the left, some, some combination of that I think would have worked. I also think this maybe would have been a game where um, Ganacho could have worked better as a sub. I just think with Rashford being so much on form, you've got to play him in his in his proper position. He just doesn't like. It's it's almost like he forgets how to play football when he's on the right. It's it's quite frustrating at times. But um, anyway, we we got the draw in the end. I think we should have won this game, but hey, you know we 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 got the draw in the end, which was. Somewhat good, um, but you're going to have games like this now and again. Um, but I think what shone through again today is this team's mentality and the fighting spirit, which has been something we've uh, really gained quite well under uh, under Ten Hag. There's definitely a different mentality about this team. It's just, I don't know, first half they're all hungover or, 
or they didn't sleep properly or something. I don't know. It was just it. It was weird in the first half. Very very weird. So uh, let's get to the summaries. Talk about um, Guntowa's goal. I think he was the guy that was playing on the left. He played very very well. Um, yeah, calamitous defensive effort. I think um, Delo slightly moves out of position. Varane moves over to cover him. Midfield doesn't cover the defense. Ball through the middle. Uh, Martinez doesn't get the block in. And uh, they they put it in the bottom corner. Um, I guess there's three players you could possibly point out for this, which is the low shifting too far to the right. Varane moves out to cover him. Martinez doesn't get the block on the shot. And the midfield. I, I don't remember where Sabitza or, or Fred actually were. But they didn't come in to sort of cover. So... Calamitous team effort. I think that's that's not really on um, one individual or so. I think it's on it's that goes on the whole team. Really, well, not the whole team. Like a, the the defense in the midfield with with that particular goal. So uh, that was their first goal. That was pretty much it for the first half. They made some subs. I think they had a few injuries. Uh, so there was that. And in the second half, they scored in the forty eighth minute. Um, this wasn't during the added time, which we had a lot of, but uh, the forty eighth minute. Own goal from Varane. Couldn't quite tell what had happened on... You know, sometimes the ball moves so fast and, and all that, you can't quite see what happens with the particular goal. Um, but, uh, yeah, the ball just kind of flex, deflects off Varane and it, it goes in from, like, a cross-shot type of situation. So, it's poor from Varane. Um, you know, even though I think he's a good player, you've got to point out when he's made, uh, made a mistake or two. Um, because initially it looked like one of their players just sort of tope out the the ball in, but um, no, just just an unlucky deflection off of Varane. It's happened to the best of defenders, you know. But uh, that made it too, and you know, almost fifty minutes into the game, five minutes into into the second half, we looked very down and out. You know, very very poor first half performance. Um, two nil down, team just completely disconnected, passing all over the place, losing the ball. It was just uh, it was. It was uh, chaos. Uh, so 10 minutes later, we made some subs. Uh, Sancho won for Vegos. I think it was a case where Rashford was moved to the middle. And Palestri on for Ganacho. So Sancho left. Um, Rashford middle. And Palestri um, on the right. Which is a lot more balanced, I think, than what we had before. Again, that's maybe how we should have started this game. Um, I don't think Ganacho was quite up to this game physically. Although he did do quite well at points. But uh, yeah, I think um, I think this should have been one where Sancho started, or Palestri or somebody, and then bring Ganacho on later. Um, I just think the mistake there is moving, starting with Rashford on the right. But um, there we go. The other one was Palestri. Yeah, I read them out already, didn't I? Um, then we got a goal back. Um, good bit of play from I think it was a bit. I passed it to somebody, who then passed it to Delo, cross into the box, and a rare. Rashford header. He doesn't score a lot of headers because that's not really the type of striker that he is. Um, but yeah, good, um, good goal and brought sort of you sort of sensed, you know, a change when uh, when, when we got the first goal back. It's like that sort of back in the game type of thing. Uh, you know, you're, you're only one goal down with a good half an hour left to go. So uh, very, very good goal, but a good rare headed goal from Rashford, and it's another one for. Uh, Marcus Rashford. Then Sancho scored some 10 minutes or so later. Uh, really, really good goal this. I think it was him and Shaw combined 
Shaw tried to make a pass or something. It deflected, hit back to Sancho. And uh, very, very tight angle on this goal. There's a lot of players in the way of this ball that couldn't get a deflection on it. But uh, cool, calm and collected from Sancho, which is, I think if you look at a lot of Sancho's goals for Man United, this is typically how he does tend to score them. Uh, like if you look at the um, third game of the season, the, the 1-0 goal uh, against Liverpool, very sort of calm and collected. It's what Sancho's very good at because difference between Sancho and some other wingers is Sancho doesn't have a lot of pace but he will be very good in like link up and sort of combination play and he's also very very calm on the ball um he's not sort of as direct as other players but it gives you gives you a different option but uh yeah Sancho announcing his return and it's good to have him back and uh, we we need him at the moment because we are worryingly short on players especially in midfield my goodness um, that was pretty much most of the game. Uh, we do have some subs later on. Malasia on for Delo, so Malasia playing at right back, and then Lindelof on for Sabitza. Very, very surprised with that. Very, very surprised with the Sabitza change. I thought he was actually uh, having a pretty good game. I would have absolutely tried to take Fred off for, for somebody, for anybody. Um, I'm not sure what the because it would have been Malasia at right back, um, and then. Yeah, because I think he still kept Martinez and Varane in, at centre-back. I think he put Lindelof with Fred in midfield, which is quite odd. So I, I, I disagree with that. Malasia, I think, is a, is a decent option for Delo. Obviously, we've seen that before. Uh, but we have a midfield problem. Yeah, we, ha we have a big, big midfield problem. Uh, we need some players to come back. Um, obviously, some of them are injured, so can't be helped. Um, but no, I, I was quite shocked to see Sabitza be subbed off and not Fred. That's where I massively disagreed with uh, these substitutions here. Because um, I just, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about Fred uh, in the player ratings, I think. That's that's what I think I'll do here. Because I, I have too much to say about certain players, so I'll save those for the player ratings. Um, but we got there in the end, we got the 2-2 draw. This is one that you have to kind of just take as a blip. I think. Um, does this mean that we're suddenly bad? Does it mean that Tenog should be sacked? Obviously not. Um, I think he got a few things wrong. I've only said like two or three times this whole season, like, hey, notice Tenog's got a thing or two wrong. But it's like 5% of the time, maybe 10% of the time, where he'll do something that I think is a bit of a clearer mistake. There's a difference between Tenog making a mistake and it resulting in a mistake. And me actually just simply disagreeing with a choice that he's made that hasn't led to an actual mistake. So um, I understand that's going to happen from time to time. Um, but no, I, I think Tenor got some things wrong today, unfortunately. Um, and there were some things that I disagreed with. But uh, very much don't want him as a manager. <laughs> I'm not going to be too dramatic uh, with um, with all of that. Alright, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll do some housekeeping and then get to my player ratings. Wait, who's my man of the match? I'll, uh, I guess I'll figure that out in a minute. Alright, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and I'll see you in a minute. Hi there. If you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link, which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy 
chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support Entertainment Talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, what have we got for you here? Brand new podcast from today, which is the 8th of February. Uh, Did a must-see, strong must-see review for uh, Extraordinary, which you can watch. If you're in the US, you can watch it on Hulu. And if you're in the UK, you can watch it on Disney Plus via the Star brand. You can just find it on the adult version of of Disney Plus. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that show. Um, I talked about all about it, of course, on the podcast. Has already been renewed for a second season, which I'm very, very glad to hear. But um, that's one of the good ones. That's one of the good ones. Got one of the other good ones to talk about here as well, but that's one of the good ones. One of the other very good ones is The Last of Us. We've still got our podcast going, obviously, week to week. Uh, we're currently up to season one, episode four, although episode five is going to get released earlier this week. Not not our podcast, the actual episode, because obviously the Super Bowl, and I didn't want to clash with the Super Bowl ratings, because I don't think any show really wants to do that. But uh, episode five will be going out in the US on Friday, and then on Saturday, depending on if you're watching at 2am or whenever, it'll be available after 2am, um, the fifth episode. So it goes out a little bit earlier this week, and then probably next Sunday for episode six. So that's what's going on with The Last of Us, but just just brilliant just absolutely brilliant stuff going on over there over on gaming talk this week we talked about the tomb raider tv series which is got uh, i think executive produced by uh, phoebe waller bridge who of course is the brains and the acting ability behind fleabag which is a fantastic show of course she's done some other stuff like killing eve and a few other things she thinks she's going to be in um Indiana Jones 5 as well. We also talked about E3 2023, Microsoft, Nintendo and Sony. The big three have all pulled out of E3 already this year, so they may have some other plans. And we also talked about some stuff to do with Wolverine, the game in development from Insomniac. Over on the United cast, also got our 2-1 win against Crystal uh, Palace at home in the Premier League, which was very good. Did a uh, Mason Greenwood podcast update, of course, as well. So there's that uh, as like a separate episode. Obviously, that that particular subject needed a separate episode, I think. Um, Analyzing television, episode 19, posing the question of have we witnessed the death of the multi-sitcom, uh, sorry, mul- yeah, mul- multi-cam sitcom um, TV show, you know, things like Friends, Big Bang Theory, How I Met Your Mother. We still have a few of those shows knocking around, but not as many as we kind of used to, not as many as we used to. 
Uh, certainly not to the popularity of things like Friends or whatever. So I talked about that. Chat podcast this month for January 2023. Talked about Rishi Sunak, The Last of Us, podcast platforms and some TV stuff. Uh, new DC Talk podcast for the DCU Slate reveal. Uh, so there's that. And that's what we've been doing recently on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Um, I think I'm going to give my man of the match to... I'm looking at the wrong squad. I was, I was looking at the Leeds set of players. I was like, nope, not picking any of them. Um, I think I'll give it to Sancho today. Um, subbed on, scored the, was it the equaliser. Yeah, scored the second goal, the equalising goal. Um, played very, very well, very composed, and had a really, really great return. I don't think anybody else really shone that much, so a bit more difficult to pick one, particularly this week. Um, Alright, so that's my man of match with Sancho, which means um, it's not often that I actually pick the substitute player for uh, for my man of the match, but there we go. Um, going back to the front, David De Gea... Um, could he have done much about the goals? Maybe the first one. The second one is a bit more... That that one's more on Varane. First goal. Maybe. Maybe. I think an average six suits that type of game. I think he did okay. But maybe he could have saved that first goal. I don't know. Possibly. Uh, Delo. Um, put some good crosses into the box. Defensively, horrible though. Um, what would I give Delo in this game? A four, I think. Yeah, a four. Uh, Varane, he did concede, uh, not concede an own goal, make an own goal happen. Um, so I've got to knock his score a little bit. I think I'll give him a five. I thought it was one of our more composed players on the ball, apart from when he put the ball in his own net. So that's Varane. Martinez um, was one of our better players, I think. Didn't have a fantastic game. Uh, I think I'll give him a 6. Shaw, I thought, actually was really quite good, apart from certain defensive mistakes again. Certain passes that weren't going through. Uh, I think I'll give him a 6 as well. Um, Fred's got to get a 0. I mean, did we watch the same game? <laughs> it's Fred's such a fascinating football player. L- literally, if you listen to the previous podcast, the Crystal Palace game... The way that I talked about him on that, like 10 out of 10, really, really great game. Because he can literally go from a 10 out of 10, not even a week ago, a few days ago. When was it, Saturday? A few days ago. 10 out of 10, brilliant performance. To just a uh, just dreadful 0 out of 10. Just How can you jump so consistently from a 0 to a 10 to a 0 to a 10? I, I just don't really sort of, I don't know, understand it. It's... Uh, it's very, very strange, uh, Fred, as, as a player, but just, my goodness, how many misplaced passes. I, I, I hope somebody counted, because I, I didn't. Um, by, I, I mean, sure, there were a few other, other players that didn't quite play up to scratch today. Um, I'm really surprised, I'm thinking about it even more now, I'm really surprised he didn't sub Fred off, I'm really, really surprised, I thought Sabitzer made some mistakes, but I thought actually was one of our better players, um, but just wow, I mean, there, there were certain times where he'd go to pass to somebody, like there'll be a really blatantly obvious pass in front of him, and then the Leeds player next to that player, like two metres away, 
and he was just he, he kept there was maybe three or four times in this game where he passed backwards to a Leeds player and they almost went on the character and scored. I'm quite shocked Ten Hag didn't take him off because I would have taken him off at half time, maybe even before that. I mean, this this was one of I don't I don't like speaking bad about you know our players, but I have to be fair and I have to do it. Um, had had a a moment or two in the game where he was okay at best, but when you're put in a situation like that, you've you've got to just pick out your passes properly and hold on to the ball. Um. If for those of you who may have counted how many times he lost the ball, if you, or if you can find some sort of stat, please write in and tell me how many times Fred missed place to pass because I'm struggling to. I mean, he's had some bad games in the past, right, Fred? He's had some very good games as well. Like literally, literally the previous game a few days ago, he was excellent in that game, but um, he hasn't had one. He has had a couple of bad ones recently, but that's Fred. He's had a couple of good ones, couple of bad ones, couple of good ones, couple of bad ones. I can't remember the last time Fred dropped a game like this. Um, was it to do with him playing in a... I mean, there's a difference between, okay, who you're paired with in midfield and all this kind of stuff. And I get he's not played with Sabitzer before. But you've got to have a good enough individual performance where you don't do that. And I don't mean to pick on him or pick on any particular player, but he ju- when you stand out as much as that, I can't not talk about it. So... Just I don't know. Again, it's if we want to be if we're really serious about building something in like in a year or two. I mean, I don't know what will happen by the end of the season. What we'll have won or where we'll finished. I I can't tell you that. But if we're genuinely serious about like fully backing Tenag to get us back to where we need to be, I don't think you can have Fred in that team. Maybe maybe as a as a substitute bench player. Because he can be alright at times with being an impact player. But he can't start games anymore. Unless it's maybe with Casemiro. But then that can't be all the time. And you look at all the pros and cons of somebody like Fred. And he's not the only one. McTominay's a problem as well. Maguire's a problem. I still think Lindelof's a problem. You, you, you all know the four players that I have a problem with. And I've done for like two, three years. But um, if we're really serious about like... I mean, it's been nearly 20... It's coming up soon to, like, 20 years since we won the Champions League. You just... You can't be having players like Fred McTominay and Maguire and Lindelof in your team. You just can't be doing it. Um, so, anyway. Upgrade needed, I think. I think Fred's had more than his chance. Um, an upgrade needed. So... Uh, anyway, Sabitza, um I thought had a decent game. Almost scored a couple of goals. Um... Was let down, I think, by Fred in midfield. But uh, I think a six is is appropriate for that. So I'm going to give him an average six. Ganacho, um, uh, three, four, three point five. <laughs> I it just he tried very hard, and he's still very young. But I don't think this was the game to be starting him in either. Um, but he just got, I just think this game was a bit over his head this, this time. And that's okay. Like there's a certain way that we need to use Gonacho and use certain players, but starting him in a physical game like this at a physical derby, because there's a difference, right? When we got our derby games against like City 
City's not as much of a physical game. City's more of a sort of, they'll have the possession and we have to deal with that. Leeds is a derby game where like, okay, this is more, not quite Celtic Rangers territory because nothing really is. But this is much more like, okay, Leeds aren't going to be a possession team like City are, but they're going to be a lot more physical. I don't know how to describe Liverpool anymore, but those, those are kind of the rivalries. And I just don't think Ganacho was, I'm not saying he's like weak or, or whatever, but just... He's not fully developed yet as a player, not not for this specific game. And I just think if you'd used him as a sub instead, it would have worked better. So, unfortunately, that's the case. Bruno Fernandes, um, awful first half. Just absolutely just, wow. <laughs> um, improved a bit in the second half. It's just, I almost have like a fear now where I talked in, I think the last two podcasts or so, I described... Uh, something that Bruno Fernandes does, which is where he sort of winds his left arm to do like a really big pass. And every time I see him do it, I get I, I just get nervous. I almost sort of, when he does that, and he's like gearing himself up for for his big passes, and I think, okay, what, I I almost kind of think when like my moment, my, my thoughts in that moment when that when that's happening is like, okay, where... <laughs> When we lose this ball in a minute, how like where can we win it back to get a counter attack going? Like that's kind of my thought process with those types of passes because they very rarely actually reach their target. So I'm always kind of like, when the ball's reaching whoever the player's going to be, I'm always looking at like who's in the air and thinking, okay, how are we going to get the ball back in a minute? He just it wasn't as bad as what it has been. I mean, Bruno's problem today actually was just normal normal misplaced passes and losing the ball and getting tackled. Bruno's problem today wasn't really the hero ball that that annoys me. It was more just basic stuff like bad decision making, normal passing, um, like losing. I, I mean, he, he does lose. I, I, I didn't pick it out at the time, but he does lose the first. Uh, he does lose the ball for the first goal. Um, it depends how far back you want to track that sort of goal with that. But he is the player that lost the ball that conceded the first goal, uh, which is important. But just uh, yeah, it's almost like a different, different problems with uh, with Bruno today. Um, Rashford uh, thought struggled to get into the game again. Has played on the right hand side. Rashford almost just doesn't look like he knows how to play football on the right hand side. Um, but that's more on the manager side of things. I I think. Um, good goal to get us back in the game. Just didn't quite uh, nick a uh, nick a second goal. Um, I think Rashford was relatively fine. I I I'd give him a six. Vegost um, didn't really get given service today, um, which is interesting because when we made those first couple of subs, I think it was Sancho, Palestri, and I think one one other player, we started whipping crosses into the box after that, and it's like um. This is sort of what you're supposed to use Vegost for. <laughs> so that was uh, interesting. Um, he has been good, though, in the last couple of weeks at like hold-up play and link-up play and pressing the, the, the defence. I didn't really notice him doing it, so I, I think I'll give him like a four. I don't think he had the, the, the impact today. Uh, all right, so to go into the subs bench. See, we've actually got left to play in this team. The bench was Alanga, Heaton, Iqbal, Lindelof, Maguire, Maino. Um, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. I'll have to learn that. Uh, Malasia, Pelestri, and Sancho in the subs. Brought on were Lindelof, who did okay. Malasia, who did okay. Pelestri, who did okay. 
and Sancho, who is my man of the match, who I also mentioned, or already mentioned, sorry. Um, so that's those. And then, like I said, missing players is Anthony, Casemiro, Eriksen, Martial, McTominay, and one Donny van der Beek. So there we go. Unfortunate. Um, we got him again, though, in, in a few days. Let me just check, actually. Um, so Sunday at 2 is Leeds. Yep, so, no, yeah, Sunday at 2 is Leeds. And then probably be Tuesday or Wednesday, I would imagine. Oh, no, be Thursday. I can't look at Thursday yet because it's not updated on here. I, but have we got um, Barcelona next week? Let me just check the actual fixtures. Yes, we have. We've got Leeds on Sunday and then Barcelona on Thursday, uh, which is at 5.45. Uh, it's the Europa League game. And then we've got Leicester at 2 on uh, the 19th and then 8 o'clock which is the second leg of the uh, Europa League game as Barcelona again then the big one on the 26th at half past four is the Carabao Cup final which I'm very very much looking forward to so we'll focus on those for now all right that's it for this episode um disappointing in some aspects good in other aspects interesting game nonetheless um some disappointing performances um but I, what I will take away positively from this game, because I have to try to do that, is I'm glad that this team eventually found its fighting spirit and did get back into the game. We didn't get the win that we wanted and we, we could have possibly had, which is frustrating. And I do hope this isn't one of them games where we look at the end of the season and let's say we're, I don't know, a couple of points off the top or a couple of points off second or something. And... We look at the... Because the, the, the two frustrating games to look at now, I think, other than obviously the first two games of the season, is the Palace draw, the last-minute um, equaliser from, I think it was Eze, uh, the free kick, and this game. I think that that Palace game and this Leeds game are going to possibly, unfortunately, be those two games we look at at the end of the season, thinking, damn, if only we'd have like, got that extra goal. Uh, I mean, that's a normal way to look at a draw anyway, right? Because... All it would take is one more goal and you, you win the game. Um, but it's the manner of how you, you get there. Because with, with the Palace one, it was sort of... We played pretty well in that game from what I remember. We won the up right at the end and then Palace nicked to nicked draw. With this game, it was more kind of almost completely down and out. Um, fighting spirit to get back to 2-2. Could have possibly frustratingly got the, got the win, but we didn't. So different kind of... A, situations but I, i'm just glad this team didn't just sort of lay down and take the defeat this 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 uh for, for today because they could have done that they could have done that but i'm glad that they didn't and you kind of felt it you know when, when we got that first goal there was a bit more urgency a bit more of picking up the pace and uh, at, at least that still happened in this game so that's good it's interesting though because like a lot of Man united fans during last week were like oh leads back to back six points because I know we've beaten them relatively easily in the last couple of seasons since they got back into the Premier League. But uh, um, I guess you can't do that with any game now. You can never really do that with a game. I mean, maybe if you're playing against, you know, Forest or something. <laughs> um, I don't know, or, or like Reading in the in the FA Cup. You know, th those games you do look at and think, okay, could have been more, more trouble, but it was uh, easier in the end. Um, but no can never really quite look at a game of football and say, oh yeah, we, we've won that before anybody's even kicked the ball. 
So, anyway, we'll be back on Sunday um, to see how we get on against uh, Leeds at Ellen Road. I, I imagine they'll be up for it again. Again, new new manager bounce. They know that they can get at us, sort of. Hopefully, we can get back at them, though, which is the important part. Um, credit, credit to Leeds today, today, though. They they played out their skin. They played incredibly well. Um, obviously, fought very hard. And, uh, yeah, so, they, they, you know, it's not like they sort of cheekily got two goals ahead they did fight for it so anyway uh, let me know let me know your thoughts feelings questions comments about this game uh or the rest of the season or whatever uh method entertainment talk.org twitter e-talk uk is the contact page information in the show notes email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes as well in the meantime you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org tv games films may not podcasts or on podcast platforms uh, entertainment talk by searching for us over those over there for those um what else can you do uh you can tell other people about our podcast either by just telling them or using social media uh patreon five dollar ten dollar level tiers for the Afri podcast review options have a look out for those as well if you'd like to tv and film news uh geek town radio geek for your renewals cancellations pickups air dates uh go and check out geek town radio for this week which was posted when was it Yesterday, yes, yesterday, uh, for Tuesday, so check out that episode uh, for all your f- TV and film news. Uh, Bex, you can find over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, um, sorry, yeah, Twitch, Bex, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, uh, for chat, retro, game streams, all that kind of fun stuff over there. Me, Twitch on the Talk UK, um, YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you for the next podcast, or on Sunday, or for Barcelona. Yeah, I'll see you soon anyway. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.